0: Coming up on this episode, we begin with pod-based machines, the availability of coffee, and the googly-eyed robots taking over our supermarkets. Then we get into the week's tech news, including Apple's pre-announcement announcement and an insider's look at Facebook's massive downtime. Stick around, a big episode starts right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 236, recorded March 18th, 2019. Data whoopsie. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Don't Panic: The Technology Podcast on Gadgets, the Internet, and You. I'm Sean Jennings, joined as always uh, by a couple of guys who are now available in your grocer's freezer. It is Colby Rabidou and Dan Miller. Yo. But only at What's participating a- locations. And not available in Alaska or Hawaii for a limited time only. Call now.
1: Yes, it's like that Keurig uh, cocktail machine.
0: Yes, I just saw. Oh, was it LG is doing? Because everything's into the pods now. The pods are where That's it's all at. about the pods. LG is doing right. an ice. Let me ice- say about Kubernetes
2: sometime, Sean.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently <laughs> LG is doing a pod-based machine that makes ice cream, and you put in an ice cream pod, and I'm like, how is that any easier than just having a pint of ice cream?
2: Yeah. The beer one. Have the, you seen the, the beer. beer one? Yeah. It comes in like a canister. It's I like almost why not just that. get a keg? I almost bought yeah. that. <laughs> or,
1: or like, you know, the those terribly inconvenient canisters of beer you can purchase by, by the by six six twelve or twenty four packs down at the right. store.
2: <laughs> right. Down at literally any <laughs> store that has a liquor license anywhere. Gas station supermarket well uh, I don't know I don't know what the deal with the pods is now the coffee I guess in other parts of the country that aren't big cities you can't just get a coffee anywhere Sean do you feel like you need a Keurig machine what would you do if you didn't have one and you wanted to also not spend any time making coffee what would you do
0: that's a good question Cause I, cause I really started getting the, my, the first ever like cup of coffee I ever had was out of Colby's Keurig machine, in our old Gartland uh, apartment.
1: The first ever cup of coffee I may never have like coffee? I may have
0: sipped it or something, but the first ever like cup I drank in its entirety. And what oh,
2: precipitated that? I have no idea.
0: Uh, that Colby brought it, and I was curious, so I said First, I'll try you, it. You
2: were, it wasn't like you're pulling all night or anything; you're just like, "Hey, right, this is here." Well,
0: it was just what It's kind of like it's one of those things where it's like I had just never done it, and not because I didn't; I just had, hadn't gotten around to it. And I'm like, "Oh, well, this machine's <laughs> here." And what's great, is you can make the single cups. I'm like, oh, "I'll just try a cup." I think Colby was like, "Oh, just have one," and that because he's a nice guy. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and I did, and the rest and it ruined my life. He got me hooked on the stuff. One taste That's all it
1: takes. <laughs> That's why they say, just say no, Sean.
0: Just say no to Colby <laughs> in his coffee machine. <laughs> Can't no. trust that guy. What would I do? I mean, no, I'd probably have a traditional, like, Mr. Coffee drip in the glass carafe kind of generic $10 Walmart coffee maker, like many Americans.
2: And you set up the night before and
0: all that stuff? Probably, with the timer. Yeah, that's probably the... I don't think I would be any more likely to do like pour over or French
2: press or anything like that. Right. And you also wouldn't go to some, I guess you, you would have a Dunkin' Donuts nearby, I imagine. There are. That could be an option. I drive
0: right by a Dunkin' Donuts going to work every day.
2: Right. So you, you could. So I could. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's any shortage of coffee options at this point. Unlike you, lucky, because someone asked me who who was I was talking to somebody the other day. I don't remember who we were talking about breakfast, and I don't really mm. eat. I don't really eat breakfast, and they're like, "Oh well, you should just like grab something on the way to work." And I'm like, "But it's not like, yeah, it's like I could go <laughs> to Dunkin' Donuts, I guess, but I have to be honest, I'm more of a coffee Dunkin' guy than I am like a breakfast sandwich Dunkin'. I think the breakfast sandwiches are just okay. They are just okay.
1: I, I love their breakfast sandwiches. However. I can't recommend eating them every day.
0: <laughs> no. Oh, no. You would die. You would literally yeah. die. Um, but I'm sure you guys have places near you. You could get some kind of breakfast. Or am I assuming? You
1: know, yeah.
2: You're not assuming. You're assuming correctly. And sometimes I do. I do,
1: I do a fair amount of breakfast acquisitions.
2: Mmm.
1: Uh I like a good. Here's a thing that is... Mm, not not super new to me, but relatively new. Breakfast sandwiches with like avocado instead of meat are very good.
2: Yeah. That's a new one for me. We it, it seems like we talk about breakfast a lot. Have you noticed this? Not the first time it's come up.
0: I mean, to be fair, though, we have done 235 of these shows, so I think every topic's come up at this point, but I I don't disagree with you. Breakfast, I think, is, you know what's great about breakfast, Dan? We all eat it, so, uh, you know, and there's so many different well, ways you can breakfast.
2: Sometimes you don't eat it, though, is what you're telling me.
0: No, most of the times I don't. Most days I just have a, a breakfast bar, a breakfast granola bar. I do that. That that counts. But I do the same bar every single day.
2: What, what are you going to do? Get a bunch of different bars? i'd be drowning in bars yeah that's a lot of layout that's a, Can't that's a lot that. of capital you have to
0: put down no. for just some breakfast no <sighs> what i have been getting into is what i call primetime muffin time which is where sean gets a muffin in the evening as a pre-bed snack <laughs> and i'm not afraid to admit it because i'm living my best life and i had a cinnamon chip muffin before the show and it was fantastic
2: you so you have muffins at the house, but I will not
0: eat them for breakfast, I will only eat them in the evenings. God,
1: a thing I had forgotten about until just now is like the stop and shop muffins I used to get all the time in college. Like, they came in a four pack. That's
0: what I get.
1: Oh <laughs> man, those are like bad but good.
0: Yeah, they're not great muffins, but they are muffins, and <laughs>
1: yeah, they're shaped like muffins and they taste good. They're vaguely muffin esque, um, yeah.
0: So, oh, man, this is this is a true story. Uh, my mother came and visited me over the weekend, told me this story. She loves bagels. But in the small town she lives in, you can't really get real bagels. You have to get like stop and shop bagels. And but the problem is, you know, you, you only go to the store once a week. It's hard to keep them fresh in the house. So she had the insane idea because you ever think about how they make like bagels and muffins in the supermarket? They come frozen, right? They don't make them from scratch there. They come frozen. She went to the bakery and bought a dozen frozen, like almost finished baked bagels from the bakery, keeps them in her freezer. And when she wants, pulls out a single bagel, puts it in the toaster oven and essentially thaws and eats it. And she says, it's just like having it at the having it at the grocery store. And I'm like, I don't know if that's a great idea or an insane idea. Um,
1: How long does it take to do?
0: She said it. She said it's just like toasting a regular, a regular. It's a little bit longer than toasting a regular muffin, but it's not like an insane amount of time. But huh. well, she gets them not fully cooked. I, you know, I, I, apparently they're very close to being fully baked. You're really just kind of warming them up with a slight amount of baking to crisp them. Okay.
1: I I would try this.
0: That this I, sounds great. I gave her credit because I said that's ballsy going to the bakery and being like, I want to, I want to buy like the raw frozen from the box bagels.
1: Yeah. The, uh, the other the other problem the the like the problem with other like cooked bagels is if you freeze them and then like then you toast them, they oh, get yeah. kind of weird. Yep. Like the skin detaches from the inside. Nobody wants that. No. But no. Then if, you, if you don't freeze them and you have too many, they go bad and nobody wants that either. It's a tough spot. I'm I'm pretty intrigued by this.
0: I have not had one. I've only heard. So I will I will try and track one down and report back.
1: Get the full story. I can't wait. Yeah.
0: By the way, speaking of supermarkets, yes. I sent you guys a message. I ran into a fun oh. new addition to my local supermarket over the weekend. Speaking of a tech angle. a tangle. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, God. This is so weird. <laughs> there is... A robot in my uh, in my local supermarket. I'm gonna put a uh, a link in the where am I gonna put it in the Slack, I guess, for you two. Um, that explains more, and there's a little video of it in action. Um, it is a so apparently it's in 500 um, giant and Stop and Shop food stores, and they're these big tall <laughs> robots with googly eyes on it. <laughs> which, you know, the googly eyes, I wouldn't describe as necessary, but fun nonetheless. I put the video here on the screen for the people watching. Um, and I, I literally, I go into my local stoppage shop and this thing, it, it, this tall vertical thing is just like navigating around the aisles very, very slowly. And it's got the googly eyes and a little sign on it that says, please don't bother me, which tells me people were bothering it. Um, And it says, please don't bothering me. I'm and and this article breaks it down, but apparently it's scanning the floor for spills or objects. It's also scanning the shelves for out of stock items and scanning the price tags on the shelves to make sure that they are correct. And if it finds a spill um, or an issue, not with the stocking so much, but with spills and aisle issues, it can automatically page employees over the loudspeaker. (laughs)
1: that's amazing it's bonkers it's
0: absolutely bonk i could not believe and and the bet and the craziest thing to me because i do not live in a tech hub okay large elderly population where i live nobody seemed to care that this thing was was zipping around like i was fascinated like i wanted my picture with it and just nobody gave a shit it was crazy
1: (laughs) that is really interesting
0: i couldn't i couldn't believe it
1: they call Shana. it Marty. The eyes. Oh my god.
2: I'm gonna be I'm... putting a uh, a a picture, a screenshot from the video into the Slack, which I'd like you to share with our, uh, with the with our audience.
0: Yes. Okay. I will. With with it. Just. This look... is an actual. Pit <laughs> yeah, they're frame. looking at it.
2: <laughs> yeah, and that that that's you what. I... The soon meme, one of my favorite internet memes. <laughs> 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 Knows Sean, Uh. you know this one? Which one? I
0: probably do.
2: It's like the the horse in the window, it just says, Oh, yes, yeah, the the cat, yeah, yep, yeah, honestly. And I was gonna,
0: if I wasn't so self conscious, I was gonna send you a video because literally, where I was, I was waiting at the deli and literally, I could just see the eyes moving above a shelf. And that's, I was gonna send you the (laughs) video that and I, I was self conscious, but um, it literally just does that. And the issue is, it kept it was heading in the same direction going up and down the aisles I was, and it kept getting in my way. And this thing does not move fast. So you're kind of like, it was really more of a hassle than it was worth.
1: Um, so that was, that was my next question. It's like, you can't, it, it, in, even in the video, it didn't seem like you'd be able to get a cart around it. No,
0: it's like almost as wide as a cart
1: itself. And if you get in front of it, it stops
0: So, anytime anyone would like go around it, as soon as you got in front of it, it would stop. And Mm. then it it was not great. Uh, Emily in the Twitch chat says, This robot is my new favorite thing. I mean, it certainly (laughs) is lovable. I can't disagree with that.
1: Um, Man, I would love to encounter one. Did you see it do anything? Like, did you see it call for help?
0: I should have spilled something. I should I should just knocked a thing That's of pickles what I was off the shelf. Just thinking next time if he's still there next time if he hasn't been like killed or you know stolen or knocked over by the time I go again, I'll I'll have to spill something and see if I can because according to this article, he can auto he like it's yeah, Marty the robot <laughs> can automatically page employees over the loudspeaker when there's an issue. I mm, want to yes. hear that. Like desperately
2: this is marty the robot (laughs) i sean you need to do this for science well for the program we've all made sacrifices
0: for the show you know in the effort of of uh of our journalistic uh endeavor here right
2: i got an apple watch (laughs) yeah colby i'm sure colby did something colby what have you done what have you done for us recently
1: Oh, I had a pebble. What did I? Oh, do?
2: you got an Android phone. Yeah, oh,
1: yes. I used an Android phone for a year.
2: Yeah,
0: the yeah, least yeah. I could do is harass a robot.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: I mean, it's about time I pull my weight.
2: Right. It's not like you're editing the shows, recording them, no. or any of that. Someone else is definitely doing all that stuff.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. All I do is spend my time in the supermarket hanging out with my googly-eyed robot friend. Yeah. So. Anyway, it was a big surprise when I went to the store. I'm like, what the hell is that?
1: <laughs> that's amazing. And just zipping
0: around. So
1: I could want, be here. Here's what I like about this. Then it's not like there's not an app or something. It just pages employees over the loudspeaker. That's <laughs> that's delightful.
0: Yep. And then apparently again, according to this article, um, in terms of like the out of stock items and things like that, it literally just prints out a report in the back room somewhere. <laughs> so- like it's like oh you're low on yes. you're, you're low on
1: potato chips, you know what the the best part about that is it's like in practice is probably not any worse than having an app that is broken all the time or no. like <laughs> no <laughs> no this is this is great it's one of those things
0: where it's like you know I used to work at a supermarket back in the day and uh, cleaning yeah, up how would you felt
1: how uh, would you
2: have felt about Marty
0: stealing my job. Uh, no i i uh you know spills are legit and we we had the smallest like physical size store in the whole chain um it was essentially a glorified convenience store it was very small and even in that it is a legitimate issue finding spills because most of the employees are, are at the front of the registers or in the they're in the back of the house a spill can be out there for a long time before someone notices and the other issue is once someone finds a spill, then they have to get an employee. An employee has to come out. the employee, once you find a spill, you can't legally leave the spill because then someone else could get hurt. So you have to stay there while oh. another employee helps you out. It's a whole... It is kind of a pain. So in terms of that kind of stuff, it's. Not, I don't really think it's taking anyone's jobs. Once you start getting into the restocking stuff, you know, who knows? That's a little more uh, the grocery department. But um, price checking tags, I think, is a great, you know, robot opportunity because no person is going to go through and check each price tag that, to make sure it's yeah, right. But how
2: does it, uh, that was, that was the thing that sounded the hardest to me. Um, how does it know what the products are? Can it scan? Like the, the UPC labels are typically facing away. Yeah. I I'm, guess the, those little end cards sometimes have barcodes on them. So, uh, but specu- then how would you know what's supposed to be there? Speculating completely wildly.
0: Cause I don't know. Do it. Um, my guess would be that these, sto- you know, this supermarket, specifically the one using Mar the Robo, I mean, it's a chain of supermarkets. They have many of them. So I'm assuming that they have similar layouts. And that's, it's true of most of these food products. There's a reason why Lay's chips are where they are in the aisle. They pay to be there. And so my right. guess is that they have planograms of where Whoa. every, that's a real word. You're, I didn't,
2: you're, did you you're know, laying some, uh, some invention on me that's,
0: here, planogram. This is retail talk. Woo-hoo-hoo. Planograms. I didn't know that. Never heard of plan. Uh, if, for those who don't know what a planogram is, it's again, it's for like franchises and chain stores. But the corporate office literally sends a picture of what the shelf should look like with the stuff on it, so it's the same in every store. This
2: and they like call a it a bananogram,
0: but for planning. That you're exa- It's it's a portmanteau, as they say, of plan <laughs> and ogram. Um. <laughs> And so I would bet that they have the store mapped out to a point where they're like, "This is where the Heinz ketchup should be, and this is where the Hunt's ketchup should be." And, but I don't know. That that's a really good question. I mean, maybe, maybe I wish- you can just do picture learning and machine learning good enough to know what the bottle of an item looks like or be able to read the label. Uh, that's a good question.
2: That seems like a lot of work for a robot that's going to be in uh, Joe Schmo's stop and shop. I agree. I don't know how they're doing it. Okay, it's interesting. You,
0: you got me.
1: I wish there was like an ISO standard for where things were in the grocery store <laughs> that all all grocery stores had to conform to, so you could just go to a grocery store and find things.
2: That would be nice.
1: <sighs> if only.
2: But the, the, unfortunately, the longer you spend in there, I'm sure the, their metrics say the more the more money are likely to spend.
1: Probably. Um, yeah, I'm sure that's true, because you're bound to walk by something you you need. Right. Something that piques your interest. Ice cream pod. Ice cream pods. There you go. Cartons of muffins. Frozen bagels.
0: Uh, Michael Kurtz in the uh, Facebook chat says, uh, aren't planograms the guys who combine their powers to become Captain Planet? Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, those are the planeteers. Very close. Very close. (laughs) Basically the same thing.
2: I wouldn't be able to tell a difference.
0: I don't think so either. Cool. Well, uh, guys, how about we... uh enough of this crazy future tech stuff let's talk about some real tech news we've got a few stories here in the rundown yeah. we can talk about while well, you guys are thinking about what we want to start with i want to thank everybody who's joining us live right now we have, actually have a pretty healthy live audience uh, right now over at twitch.tv slash don't panic show and on facebook at facebook.com slash don't panic show we do the show live monday nights about ten fifteen eastern make sure you follow us there to be alerted when we go live if you are watching live comment um i apologize for the horrendous delay i'm working on it uh, so we may not get to your comment or we get to it late, but doesn't mean you shouldn't comment because we will talk about you and say nice things about you guys. What is story number one tonight?
2: Well, I think that the Apple pre-announcement announcement thing, but weren't we talking last week about how we are going to be able to talk about all the Apple news? Did we just totally get that wrong? No, we totally got it right. There is still
0: a, a an announcement planned for uh, next week. For next yeah. Monday. Oh, for next
2: Monday. Yeah, so this this was... So this is Apple
0: essentially... Because we had talked about what they might talk about, and one of the things was new iPads uh, as a possi- or hardware in general as a possibility. And this is Apple's way of saying, don't worry about it, we're not going to talk about iPads at that event, here you go, because no one gives a shit. So they just kind of threw it out there. Announcement by press release.
1: I like to think of it as a little bit of an Apple Pfft. <laughs>
0: Oh, man, I should have been the episode title. Shame on me. That's great. That's really good. Let's all take a moment of silence for Colby's great pun.
2: Awesome. Awesome. That was great.
0: Remember it always.
2: Would you you have anything to say to the Academy, Colby?
1: (laughs) I'd like to thank my co-hosts, Dan and Sean, for standing by me all these years. you you both are my rocks blah 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 our production team (laughs) yes (laughs) our expansive
0: production team couldn't have done it without him uh no apple did pre-announce a couple things before next week's uh big it's showtime event um ipad updates uh two of them starting with the ipad mini which hadn't been refreshed if you can believe it uh since what 2014 2015 it's been a long time coming um twenty
2: fifteen.
0: yeah, on the plus side, you're getting the uh, last year's a twelve bionic processor an upgrade from the a eight. So that's what for going from eight to twelve, that's like four times better, I don't know. Um, however, uh, they also upgraded the front camera t- uh, from a one point two megapixel sensor to a seven megapixel sensor, uh, and it gained support for Apple Pencil. Now, that's the pluses. Let's talk about the downsides. The design remains the same. Thick bezels on the top and bottom, not matching the new iPad Pros. Um, They really just updated the interiors. Uh, They did upgrade the display uh, with the True true Tone technology, which is great. Um, However, uh, it does not have Face ID. It is still using the fingerprint sensor for security. And while it has support for Apple Pencil, it only has support for the first generation Apple Pencil, not the new one with wireless charging built in. Um, that, I assume, would have required a redesign of the frame. Um, it is available starting at 399 They actually, de- believe it or not, they decreased the starting uh, gig, uh, or the maximum size. You can only go to 64 gigabytes, or is that the minimum? I'm not sure. I got to check. Uh, 399 Starting at $399 for you, uh, this updated iPad mini. Hey, Sean, you, you used to have an iPad mini,
2: right? Yes. Any desire to have another iPad Mini? Mm. You you just you're a full size iPad uh, iPad guy now. Uh,
0: that's a really good question. If I were buying an iPad now, what size iPad would I get? I think I would get the full size, but I liked the Mini. I think the the issue with the Mini is I think your average person is going to go with a bigger iPad, but I do think there are good use cases for a smaller iPad. I liked the smaller iPad when I was flying a lot because I thought mm-hmm. the size was better for that. Or I think for, like, kids, I think it's better to have the smaller size.
2: Um, yeah, there's lots of sort of industrial applications, too. The, those little iPads they sometimes take to tables. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. to, to swipe your card, it's a lot better in the iPad Mini than a full-size iPad.
0: Well, and that's what really bums me out about this redesign is I wish they had gone to the nearly edge-to-edge screen on this because you'd have the size of the Mini with a screen that is bigger. I mean, what is... So this is 7 plus inches on the Mini, right? Something in there? Um, for the screen size, you could probably be approaching 8 plus inches um, with, with an edge-to-edge. So, um, I think that's a that's a missed opportunity.
2: Yeah, it does seem like Apple's doing less. Like they're they're updating things spec wise, which is what I've always wanted. So like I'm not I'm not complaining. I'm just observing. But oh, sure. that I think we have this expectation that every Apple release should be some like huge redesign. And yeah, yeah, four years is a little egregious, but I think. Uh, if the alternative is that the iPad Mini doesn't get updated at all, it's like, I'll take it. I agree. Give me that, give me that A12.
0: But if you're going to wait four years, you might as well just... This is the kind of thing you do two years at, you know? I mean, if you're going to wait this long, you might as well... I mean, for me, and, and we'll talk about the second half of this announcement, which is the return of the iPad Air, um, a 10.5-inch version. The iPad lineup is bananas confusing to me because... They're introducing a new model of iPad. Um, it will slot into the iPad lineup between the larger iPad and the iPad Pro models. So let me see if I can fi- figure out this exact lineup because <laughs> it's it's genuinely confusing. So you'll be able to get the so there's a product called iPad. right, right that starts at 329.
2: This is the thing that they released last year, I guess. It has the crayon support.
0: Yes, right? in the 9.7-inch size. Not the edge-to-edge screen of the Pro. It's not a Pro. It's just the regular iPad, 9, 9, 9 inches, 9, 9.5 inches. Then they brought back the iPad Air. This is what's new. It's 10.5-inch. Does not have the edge-to-edge screen either. So it's essentially just a larger version of the baser model iPad. Then from there you go up to the iPad pro and then that's where you get the fancier um, version of the uh, the iPad in the two sizes that comes in, uh, which is what the ten and a half and the twelve yes. So essentially, you, you just have a big range, uh, 11 and 12.9. That's right, they're bigger now because of the edge of screen. Uh, so essentially, you just get a range of iPad screen sizes. Essentially, they just sort of plugged that middle ground with the new iPad Air at that 10.5-inch side. But because of that, um, it comes with the A12 Bionic chip, not the A12X you get in the Pros. Um, it will only support the original Apple Pencil, not the new wireless charging one. Um... But other than that, it will be very similar to the uh, the current 9.7-inch Just iPad. Just iPad. Oh, and it has Touch ID, obviously, uh, because it doesn't have the new uh, bezel design.
1: That,
2: yeah, that makes sense. Does it doesn't make sense, though, because you don't need the new bezel design. It'd be easier to, to have a thick bezel and fit all those cameras in for face ID. I mean, you still have to make into design. I'm just.
0: No, they could, but then I, then that the question becomes: Then can they sell it at four? The starting price of four ninety nine. I don't know how they priced, could. Well, <laughs> yeah, the, that's true, Dan. The margins on these are <laughs> bananas, so you're you're not wrong.
2: But, but but would they?
0: Right, and you know, I think they'll sell a lot of these iPad Airs at ten and a half inches at four ninety nine. I think is a really compelling product because I know I know a few people who've been like I love the iPad Pro, but even the eleven inch starts at seven ninety nine. That's a little pricey. Um and I think that they're okay without having face ID and some of these other features. What about the other iPad though? Uh just iPad? Just iPad. At at okay. three just iPad at three ninety nine at three twenty nine. Yeah, but it's yeah. one of those. It's but again, it's that Apple issue of well, do you throw in the extra one hundred and fifty bucks and get the newer model with the faster processor and the is it faster? Uh, yeah, because the just iPad the three twenty nine one has the A ten chip versus the A twelve chip. You go from oh, a nine point seven inch Retina to a ten and a half Retina with True Tone. Um, a little more storage. Uh, it's compatible with the Smart Keyboard. The new iPad Air, um, which the Just yeah. iPad is not.
2: Look at that! I didn't realize that that was running such an old processor. Yeah. Yep. So,
0: uh, but otherwise, you're right. They're they're basically the same. Uh, like I said, that new that new front camera as well the seven megapixel front camera, um, which is definitely an improvement. But. Otherwise, they're essentially the same. So, the, so then the question becomes, you know, it's one of those you, your, your 499 iPad is just going to last you longer because it has a faster chip. You know, you'll start noticing the speed slowdowns in the regular iPad. I I would tell people it's worth the extra. I think I'm curious what you guys think. I think it'd be worth the extra to go to the iPad Air um, and throw in the, the extra one hundred and seventy dollars to to get a newer, a newer, more compatible product. Uh, yeah,
2: I agree. The, the iPads last for so long I guess you kind of do want because it, it's not like a phone you only have it for two years I've had mine for close to four years sometimes uh, so yeah that makes sense I love my iPad Air my iPad Air 2 yeah that new. was the last
0: one they called the iPad Air before they dropped it dropped the name
1: it's crazy Yep. All of this reminded me that I really want the 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 pro, the edge to edge one. Oh boy, mm. I love
0: it. It's Nice, it's pretty cool. Uh. Keep dreaming. <laughs> Keep dreaming. <laughs> uh, and it does it does look really nice when you put it up against the older iPads too. That's where you really notice the difference. Um, <laughs> as the Apple website clearly so points out. That makes you feel any it. better, Colby? Yeah, doesn't it? no
1: no because now i have to look at my old ipad and be like "Ugh, it still works fine shame but. on you
0: um yeah so we won't have any ipad news uh next week that's it Do you guys think we'll have any hardware next week or you think this was them getting hardware yeah. out of the way
2: i think no hardware i think that's what this means i don't know
0: I don't know, because I do think, because I think, okay, so let's assume the basis for the event is entertainment, Apple TV streaming service, right? Let's assume that's the big announcement. I see not doing iPads with that, because I don't see that as like complimentary necessarily, but I do see a potential update to the Apple TV. I don't know what else they could put in there. That's not already in there, but you never know. Yeah. I could see uh, headphones, AirPods update, because that's sort of entertainment related, yeah. And they've been teasing. If they don't do it now, they'll definitely do it at WWDC because it's. They've been te- You know, rumors have been around forever. They, um, they already
2: announced it. They announced it with the air power.
0: Uh, that's true that wireless charging was coming, but there are rumors of other features too
2: that could come to end. Wasn't and so, and it. When wasn't that... it leaked in like a, a instruction manual PDF or something that it was going to have Harry series support also? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, no, it's, it's coming not. eventually. It's just a matter of when. I think I think this right. event might make sense to do it. But other than that, no, I agree. I don't know what else they could possibly. Maybe a TV set? The long-rumored... Ooh. Imagine.
2: That's a deep cut. Going way back.
1: Did we remember? talk... Oh, I was going to say, did we talk about the rumor that was like... A VR thing? No, an oh, yeah, AR the, thing? Yeah,
0: we did last week.
1: Could be that. I don't Could know. be.
0: Great place to watch new Apple TV streaming service.
2: Mm-hmm. That, that would be so weird. But the, I, as I've said before, I think that's the VR... The VR killer app for consumers is... Movies. It's just like new movies. Yeah.
0: I can yeah. see them teasing it. Like they did with the original Apple TV, the iTV at the time, where it's you can't buy it now. It's just a just a prototype, just an idea. Um, I could see them doing that. Crazier things have happened. Do you guys? Uh, uh, we can move on after this, but uh, you know, I'm curious. Uh, before tomorrow's announcement, do you guys have any bets on what the name of the <sighs> Apple streaming m- movie and TV service will be? Because
1: mm. they, they can't,
2: they can't call <laughs> it, it can't Apple TV, Apple right? TV. No, that would be insane. Oh, don't, never, never, never doubt Apple. They could just rename the other product and just, you know, gaslight you entirely. Apple TV, what are you talking about? This is the new Apple TV service, and we've never been more excited about a product called Apple TV. Uh, that's, a, that's a good question. Could, could you do like a, uh... yeah, let me think about this.
0: Because if you kind of go, I could see like Apple now. Apple Go. Mm. I'm just stealing from other ones that already exist.
2: (laughs) Apple Jacks. Apple Apple Crisp. The bushel. If it's going to be one of those... Oh! uh, Yeah, one of those packs where you get a bunch of things, Amazon Prime style, the bushel. The Orchard? The the Orchard. I like that. That's pretty slick. (laughs) Just a tree. You get a bunch of apples on the tree.
0: Uh, Zach in the uh, Twitch chat says, It will just be simply TV. (laughs) <laughs> so i like that it's a
1: power move uh, yeah
0: thumbtacks in the chat says apple antenna um i don't uh okay.
2: yeah it's, uh, it's antenna really... would be very skeuomorphic uh throwback like i think if you it... use the antenna you like triangulate it you you gotta get up on the roof and mess around with it it's a very analog analogy oh
0: I mean, it's kind of got to be a very vague name because it's both movies and television originals will be on this thing. So you can't call it a TV or a movie name. It's got to be.
2: Apple Showtime. It's a little too TV. Or a little Apple too Tube. <laughs> Apple, yeah. Uh, I guess it probably conflicts. We <laughs> wouldn't get the, the trademark past the Showtime network, I think, at that point. Hmm. It could just
1: be Apple Video. Oh, that would be sad.
2: What if? Okay, here's an idea. What if? Uh, what if this is like just a rebranded iTunes? But if they that this whole thing is just that they're rebranding iTunes, the redesign is coming out. Oh, and by the way, there's these like subscriptions you can get in it now.
1: Hmm. I feel like that's con- iTunes is already confusing. It does oh, so yeah. many things.
2: But this, it, what, what we've been talking about, it would be just like a better iTunes. iTunes has movies. iTunes has TV. It has music. It has games in the App Store. Like the That's App Store true. is still kind of technically... You can get to the iOS App Store through iTunes in your computer <laughs> I, right now. I got it. I got
1: it. They call it the Apple Store.
2: <laughs> hey!
0: That's a good idea.
2: apple plan apple Apple a day
0: hey that that really should be like their free movie of the day thing yeah apple a day
2: or or their instead of apple care come on apple a day apple a day
0: (laughs) yeah i'm very curious this is gonna be a tough one whatever it is we're not gonna be satisfied so um because we're picky Alrighty, well, we'll have full coverage of the event next week on the show, so be sure to come back, Very tune in. There's going to be a lot to discuss. I have a feeling, um, and plenty of opportunities for them to take our money, as always. Um, guys, is there anything else here in the in the uh, in the rundown we can talk about? Uh,
1: just a couple of. What up? Yeah. I was gonna say I heard about the Facebook outage, but I did not. I was not affected by it.
0: Mm, as someone whose job it is is to post to Facebook and Instagram, it was a problem. Uh, Facebook went down starting at around 11 a.m. Eastern on March 13th, affecting users around the world. Facebook, WhatsApp, and Instagram all went down to some degree. Uh, for some, the services were completely inaccessible. Um, it took about uh, it took over 24 hours uh, for Facebook to finally say uh, everything was back up and running. They attributed the downtime to a server configuration change. Uh, The interruption also affected gameplay for owners of Oculus VR headsets um, and sites like Tinder or Spotify that use Facebook credentials were unable to authorize login workplace Facebook's connectivity platform for companies also suffered issues uh, as well. Uh, You know you guys are techie people you've done server things that make websites go Uh, what what's going on here any any
2: thoughts as to what could have gone wrong. I have uh, some very well-informed theories.
0: Oh, excellent! <laughs> now, now, can you explain them to me like I'm a child?
2: Um, I have not tried, but I would be happy to try. <laughs> um, so there, like, you—if you have enough computers, right? You need computers to help you manage the computers. This is like what my company helps you wrangle.
0: Okay, well, your company didn't pay us for a plug, Dan, so, so slow down. <laughs> I mean, we're available for sponsorships, but...
2: Um, so... what? When these really bad downtimes happens, it's usually not just one of those computer wrangling programs that goes bad, but an interplay between two of them. Uh, so, like, something is storing data in some other system and then something else is reading something out of it and then doing something with it which then causes like some other data to be written which causes something else to go do something and these like pretty soon all your computers are just going nuts like all frantically trying to do the thing uh because these other computers told them to do this thing and you can't like i've had situations where you can't even get into the computers that are telling the other computers what to do because they're so busy telling the other computers what to do that, like, you can't even access them. They they're all, they're all hung.
0: Yep.
2: Uh, so I have it on uh, good authority that something like that happened, which we call uh, thundering herd. Hmm. Neat. One problem becomes like five problems, like exponential growth becomes fifteen problems. And it's, it's not always obvious, like where the problem is. Like you might think, oh well, these computers. We just have to like change this code so it doesn't do this thing, and then you just hit the next problem after you fix it, and then you find out like five hours later, like, oh, it's this other thing over here that's causing this thing to happen, which is causing all these other problems, and so we've just been like fixing the symptoms and not the
1: cause.
0: So then uh, I will continue to lean on your expertise here. Uh, so what happens inside a company when an issue when the whole site goes down and there's an issue—is there like a big red siren that goes off? Does everyone man their battle stations? How how do people people run around I screaming?
2: A, <laughs> I think at a company that big, so at most of the companies I worked at, even at even at Etsy, actually, there was there was there are two issues I can ever think of where it was like all hands on deck, and like the more hands you have. The less useful all of your hands are going to be on that deck, right? Mm-hmm. So, he, he, but there's also situations where no one, no one else can be doing anything because everything's broken. Um, so, you typically have a lot of people in what is kind of uh, you know poorly phrased as a war room, uh, and it's often virtual because you often have multiple offices if your company is that big. And there's people who are on call. There's incident managers. There's a whole playbook for this stuff. Because uh, yeah, you want the diversity of perspective because it, it if something's this messed up, it's not one problem. And in order to figure out what the problem is, you need to kind of understand the whole system and be like, right, it's it's because every time we make a a widget in the widget factory, these little 50 robots come along and try to like make the widgets into cars and but there's no more spaces left in the car factory therefore they're all like piling up over here and you might only see one of those things and then jump to a conclusion like oh we're just not making widgets fast enough. It's like no you're actually making too many widgets. Uh, <laughs> it's not obvious. Yeah. And in some ways it's amazing that it doesn't happen more often. Well, this was certainly high profile,
0: because <laughs> turns out a lot of things are connected to Facebook, uh, and when it goes down, it takes a lot of things down with it. But you guys, it didn't sound like it really affected you too much.
1: I was gonna um, say, I'm, I was, I'm proud to say, I didn't, I didn't know till <laughs> afterwards.
2: Yeah, me either. I, I think I noticed Instagram was down during lunch that day. I think mm. yeah, that was that was it. Um, but yeah, it, well. This happens all the time with Amazon. Like when Amazon has a big outage, yeah, Netflix goes down and Amazon.com goes down and a whole bunch of things go down.
1: Yes, I remember their their last big one a couple of years ago. Like everyone at HubSpot just went home. There was nothing. <laughs> there was nothing we could do. Everything yep. stopped working. Yep. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Unfortunately. Does that satiate nice. your uh, curiosity, Sean? Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, you know, I, I've been in very few quote-unquote crisis situations and I'm, I'm curious how when when your crisis situation is a complex technical, you know, it's not just a simple, in, in my business, a, a crisis situation is a like a product recall or a, a roof, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> one of our employees falls off a roof and breaks his neck, you know, that's a crisis situation for us. But when, when it's so technical and, and oftentimes difficult to, uh, diagnose. Um, to me, it's uh, it's an interesting, an interesting challenge.
2: I will say there's only ever one outage at Etsy that was so bad that eventually the CEO came into the war room. Wow, <laughs> I guess that's and, good. And we that that was like an equivalent. We were down for I think five or eight hours. I think. Uh, sometimes. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's incredible. To think the world's. I believe it's the world's most popular website. One of the world's most popular websites down for 20, over 24 hours.
2: Well, it wasn't down, right? Like, you could still get to it. You just couldn't. A lot of the... Uh, maybe it was completely It depended. Down. I couldn't... And I was... I had to use it, post stuff and use it.
0: So I was checking not like super regularly, but I checked several times. I could not load a... It was a white screen. A single thing would not load for a That's good bad. 24 hours for me anyway. Oof, um, which was nice. I enjoyed not being on Facebook. That was a treat. <laughs> that was great. I, I, it was, it was so like, oh, I don't have to give it, give a shit. This is great. Your life back. Yes, I, I hope a lot of people. Learn. I was thinking about all the, all the people who are obsessed with Facebook. I'm like, what are they doing right now with their life? You know, all those baby boomers who don't have anything better to do than sit home by themselves and share political memes on Facebook. I'm like, what are they doing right <laughs> now? You think they went outside? No. That would be nice. Just too far. Mm, they'll just stay at their little desks. Enjoy their bubbles.
2: Uh guys,
0: we're just about out of time for
2: news. Uh can we talk about social gaming real quick?
0: Yeah, you bet we can. Uh, there are two stories <laughs> okay. in here actually. Uh, so i mean it's our show we can go as long as we want uh two small stories here uh i'll quickly preview both of them and then dan you can dig in uh on either snapchat may be launching a gaming platform as early as next month um according to a report from Cheddar uh at their partner summit uh, on april 4th uh apparently they have uh purchased uh game studios before they purchased australian game studio pretty great back in january um and they've also got an investment from Tencent, which is the Chinese tech conglomerate that owns Riot Game and League of Legends along with WeChat. Um, that's pretty much all we know is just that they it wouldn't be, uh, you may remember, I think we talked about them on the show, the playable filters in Snapchat that they rolled out last year. Um, it wouldn't be like that. These would be fully featured games within the Snapchat app itself. Uh, the other stories have Facebook adding a dedicated gaming tab to the mobile app um, with a dedicated gaming hub so users can explore game content, such as games you can play, but also uh, streaming video of people playing games um, and uh, join and connect with gaming groups that are already on Facebook. Uh,
2: I didn't realize that, like, the, the Facebook tab thing is what blows my mind. I thought that no one on Facebook played games anymore. Is that not true?
0: Well, that's a question. I don't think so. To my, I don't know anyone who does. I think the, I think Got the it. streaming uh, section and the joining gaming groups, I think, is more interesting than actually playing uh-huh. Facebook's games themselves.
1: Hmm.
2: Doesn't does Facebook have a Twitch competitor like YouTube has?
0: It's not separately branded. I mean, it's essentially Facebook Live, but they do have programs to cater towards game streaming. Right. But I, if I, and again, I, we haven't talked about it in a while. I believe it's mostly focused on mobile streaming, um, mm-hmm. more so than like console streaming or PC gaming streaming. Although they do some of that.
2: So, Interesting. <clears throat> Snapchat went public. Yes. Should, should, should we make a long term bet on, you, th- you think Snapchat's going to be around in a year, five years? Well, you
0: know, we didn't talk about it on the show, but they just uh, released not that long ago that their sort of implosion of users have, has bottomed out um, and see, well, no, I mean, that's, I guess good. It's not going any lower uh, and it seems to be recovering at least a little bit. So, you know, all right, I, I don't, I don't think they're going away. The question is, does someone else buy them or do they buy someone else? Um, You know, I, I, to me, it's interesting that, you know, Facebook has their Snapchat. I guess Stories is kind of a Snapchat competitor. Instagram has it. Um, I'd be curious if this is an interesting play uh, for something like Twitter or, or some other social network um, that could combine the sort of permanent social network with the temporary social network. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what could happen to it. I don't know what. What about you guys? I just don't. I don't see the path, unfortunately. I think when you get to the point where you have to, like, put games in your app for people to use it, I think that's a bad sign.
2: Yeah, I think the social apps uh, are done. We found our social apps.
0: And you don't think there'll be any new ones?
2: Nope. I, Not any new ones of consequence.
0: I think there'll be new ones. I just think then they'll be copied by Facebook and they'll go out of business. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think I mean I mean I remember when first Meerkat and then Periscope was a big deal and then when Facebook did Facebook live it was done and those, no one uses those apps anymore well, Periscope they shut Periscope down no Periscope still is a thing people still use it okay well okay I shouldn't say that it still exists I don't know if people still use it <laughs> but you could log on it's still there for sure all right so we will see about that, um, guys, let's move over to picks. Uh, not a lot here in the rundown. Oh, uh, well, well, Dan and I, I figure out.
2: I have a pick, I have a pick. Okay, Just,
0: I don't at second. the moment, so uh, but I'm Kobe's gonna go first because he's in here and he's he's got, didn't you uh recommend something for us to watch last
1: week? Yes, Russian right? You doll, did, you would you already watched it, yeah, yeah, you had already picked it. Um, following following finishing Russian doll last week uh decided to watch that other netflix show sort of similar themes called maniac um it's like that one's like a limited run series it was like 10 episodes i think but i, I they're not doing anymore um and it was like weird skinny jonah hill and emma stone uh and it's like <sighs> I don't know how to describe it beyond that. Like the two of them are participating in this this like weird clinical trial, um, and then the world is like a sort of uh, if like the 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 world of like the Fallout games is a retro future where it's like old timey like '50s technology, but in in many ways super advanced. Like this world is a retro future, but it's like '80s technology but super advanced yeah. um and it's 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 like yeah it's just kind of interesting it's a it's a neat setting the show was pretty good it had a nice ending um yeah it was fun to watch it wasn't it, the episodes actually like varied in length a lot like some of them were like 40 45 minutes some of them were only like 30 or so um but in general it wasn't super long uh, it went went pretty quick. It was easy to watch. And you're not like on the hook to watch it forever or something. So check it out.
0: Nice. I've only heard good things about it. So um, which isn't always the case with these shows. There's always some detractors, but it seemed to be pretty universal. So um,
2: I tried to watch this show and I was very confused.
0: OK, <laughs> I've heard one person not go. not be on board with the show. His name is Dan. Do you know him? I know him. Met that guy. I that guy. Uh, that's great. Manic, check it out on Netflix. That's great. Mm-hmm. Getting get some use out of that subscription.
1: <laughs> yes, that subscription that my mom pays for. Ooh. <laughs> Busted.
2: You don't pay for your mom's Netflix, Colby? Come on.
1: I'm She can you.
2: She brought you into this world. She can <laughs> take you out of it.
1: I don't, uh, she keeps doing it. For all I know, they might still get movies in the mail. I have no idea. (laughs) See, that, you're,
0: Colby's the smart guy of the show, and I'm the sucker of the show because I pay for my whole family's Netflix and their friends' music. That's very noble of you. Yeah. No, it's not noble. (laughs) It's stupid.
1: Yeah. You're a, you're a sucker.
0: Oh, grade A sucker. (laughs) (laughs) But what's new about that? Um, All right, I'm going to go next, and we'll we'll let Dan take it home. Um, I have a podcast pick. I haven't picked a new podcast in a while, and this is one I've been greatly enjoying. It's called Blank Check, um, and it is a movie podcast, but it's... uh, Well, okay. The gimmick of the show is that they do uh, a director's, almost their entire filmography, but they pick directors who had big success early in their career and then essentially got a blank check to make whatever movies they want. Someone like uh, they they're doing Tim Burton right now, you know, who was big with Batman and Beetlejuice and then got to make Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and Alice in Wonderland and lost his mind. And so they go through these different movies, but uh, the host uh, actor Griffin Newman, who you might know from the tech and some other stuff and David Sims, what I like about this is they're just very knowledgeable and very smart about movies, and they do a great job of breaking them down. And I also like that each episode is one movie they can really get deep on, um, and you can sort of follow a director through all the movies. Um, it's got a pretty good back catalog, so if, you know you can pick and choose what directors they've done. Spielberg and um, uh, Christopher Nolan and uh, uh, the Wachowski uh, brothers. Um, uh, Have they made uh, any other movies? The Wachowskis? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They did um, after... Well, they did the three Matrix movies, so there's three of those, and they did Speed Racer, if you remember Speed Racer. um, Yeah. Cloud Atlas, Jupiter Ascending, Uh,
2: which is bonkers.
0: Um, So not a lot, but they did a few. Um, Their M. Night Shyamalan miniseries is great because there's some really interesting stuff going on there. So anyway, if you're just interested in doing a good movie podcast, I think these guys are very smart, and I enjoy it. So it's called Blank Check, uh, you can get it wherever you get podcasts. And, of course, the link to that will be on the site. Dan, what, what's good for picking?
2: Okay, so book time. I'm picking a book called The Power uh, by Naomi something-something. I've been Alderman. wanting to read that. Um, the premise of the book is basically, like, what if uh, all women got some, like, minor superpower – uh, all the same, all the same superpower. How would the world change? What would happen? It, it, I really like these kind of books where they take like one, they take the world and change it in one way, and then explore like interesting characters and their interactions with this world across like you know time and stuff like that. So uh, it was a
1: pretty short
2: read, not not a not an epic damn long book. Um, Available in all the places. Find it on our website. Get us that sweet, sweet Amazon referral money. Oh, big
0: money. That's great. I've been wanting to read this, so I'll use our referral link to buy it. Although, I will say, you guys got to help me out here. I'm very suspicious. I went to the page for the power on Amazon, and a pop up came up. It says Kindle special offer, and it says, here's a $5 Kindle credit on us, valid towards this or any other Kindle book. Why is Amazon just. I have the Kindle app. Yeah, that's why. But, like, why are they just giving me $5? I don't know. Like, there's got to be some kind of fine print, right?
1: It's a trap.
0: Should I accept it? Because I can say no thanks. Hell yeah! Uh, Oh, wait, do we still get
2: the credit? No, I'm just kidding. Accept it.
0: Well, that's (laughs) the thing. I don't have to use it on this book. I can use it on any... Oh. Uh, Is it... You have to get uh, the Amazon Visa card? No. No, it's a real thing. Oh, it expired. No, it's good through the end of May. Will automatically be applied to your next qualifying ebook purchase. Oh, okay. That's. I don't trust this Amazon. I don't think there's something not right with them. <laughs> a, little, a little shady. Shady. A little shady. Um, guys, that's it. We've done it. Another one in the bag. Go us another exciting episode another great one
2: as always um
0: can't
1: wait
2: for next week next week's gonna be a barn burner oh my god it's gonna be
0: dare i say gangbusters um, <laughs> you're going to want to be here for that. We'll have wall-to-wall coverage of the full Apple event. Before I give you all the details about this show, I do have to do a little bit of cross-promotion, uh, especially because two-thirds of that show is on this show, and that would be this week's Up for Debate, where we kick Ooh. off uh, a, a mini-series with a title so long, I finally discovered there's a character limit on what you can call YouTube videos and SoundCloud uploads. <laughs> they made me change the title because it was too long. So oh, let me introduce no. you to Up for Debate number 140, Shaken Not Stirred, Six Decades of James Bonded Film, Chapter One, Sean Connery in, Dr. Goldfinger with Love, is the full (laughs) title. I actually had to shorten it to get it online, um, because they were not happy about that. But it's our first episode of James Bond miniseries, and Colby was kind enough to bring his intense expertise to the show. And it was so nice having a guest on, and he was wonderful. And the episode, I thought, came out great, and we had thoughts Big thoughts on the first three James Bond films: uh, Doctor No, uh, From Russia with Love, and Goldfinger. It's available now at UpForDebate.tv, TV. Wherever you get podcasts, search Up For Debate, um, and you will find it. And this week, we're doing the next three films. We've got uh, Thunderball, uh, You Only uh, Live Twice, uh, and uh, Diamonds Are Forever. I believe is the th- is the third one we'll cover. The next three, Sean Connery's. And would
2: you recommend watching these movies be- before listening to the show? Yeah, probably. I mean, if you put it this way, if you've never
0: seen them, yeah, you probably should. If you saw them a long time okay. ago, I think you'll be okay. Because we're, right. we're not like going through the full synopsis. We're just kind of pointing out the, the crazy stuff and some general observations. Like I watched last night, uh, You Only Live Twice. Holy shit. That movie does not treat the Japanese people well.
2: Yeah. It
0: is kind of offensive yeah (laughs) yeah where the opening line of the film is is and i'm paraphrasing but it's like uh why do uh chinese girls taste different or something like that it's oh god
1: the 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 really interesting thing for me which i talked about on the show was like most of these movies i hadn't seen since i was like much younger like maybe 12 so like there are a whole lot of like details that were lost. On, oh yeah. Just totally over my head at the time. Um, it's really interesting to go back as an, an adult of the world, some sub subsection of the world.
0: One, one very small anecdote that will give you a flavor of what is on the show this week there. it By the, the like two thirds mark of the film, there had already been enough crazy Japanese stuff that I could see some things coming before they happened. And at one point, James Bond talking to his, uh, essentially his the the Japanese version of James Bond, his counterpart, um, James Bond says to him, you, we're going to need all, bring all your men, we're going to need your best commandos. And the Japanese man says, I can do better. And I literally said out loud, please don't say ninjas. And once you know it, the <laughs> next the next word he said, ninjas. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> it's out of control. So it's going to be a great one. Uh, up for debate.tv later this week, uh, or listen to the first episode right now. That's it for this show. Don't Panic.io is our website. It's a great site. These guys built it. Uh, 100% uptime. Our website, unlike fate, we have more, our website is more reliable than facebook.com. I just said it. It's canon. (laughs) I just said it
1: it's real that day our website was more reliable than Facebook. i mean i don't think we get
0: enough traffic to prove it one way or the other so i'm not too worried about it uh go there get the audio the video and the links to the pics will be there as well great place to get those and of course you can get the show anywhere you get podcasts including overcast stitcher spotify uh, or google podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and the video version on youtube as well of course you can follow us at do panic show on twitter and email us don't panic show at gmail.com uh, we gotta end it here. Join us next week for a an apple-filled uh, as we venture into the orchard next week for a ton of great stories. But until then, on behalf of Colby and Dan, I'm Sean. Thanks for being here. We'll see you next time for more. Don't panic.